Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we're going to look at Luke chapter 15. Specifically, we're going to reflect on how God sees us when we are lost and confused. Let me read, then we'll pray, and then we'll jump right in. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on its shoulders And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or, what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls her friends together and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had that was lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray and then let's reflect together. Father, we ask you today to help us to see truth in these stories from Jesus. We pray that we would not just simply think about the stories as being only for those who don't know you and are lost in the sense of unsaved. We also pray, God, that you would help us to see on another level, maybe how you see us, treat us when we are disoriented, when we feel upside down. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So this text, it begins with religious people grumbling against Jesus because he'd been spending time with bad people. Uh, sinners and tax collectors were told. And these two stories are told by Jesus in response to this grumbling. So we have to understand that these are not sweet stories. Jesus is not telling uh, sentimental stories about sweet little angels bouncing around on clouds when bad people become good people. These stories give us a glimpse into what Jesus believed he was doing. And I think they actually have for you and me. There's an invitation here for us to think about how we should see God and how we should see our own lives, especially when we feel lost, like that one lamb or that one coin. So in the story about the sheep, Jesus is appealing to custom. He actually is not saying anything surprising here. And that's important to note. Any shepherd who would have been in the crowd that day uh, would leave 99 sheep in safety to go look for one that was lost because the 99 actually had one another. They were in a flock, they were together, and they were therefore safe. And so this is not a surprising story. Any shepherd would have done that. Where the story's a little unusual is that typically if a shepherd found a lost sheep, he would drive it home. He would use his crook, his staff, he would poke and prod, maybe even curse under his breath because he's been out looking for this animal all night long, annoyed that the animal had cost him resources and time. And yet the story Jesus tells does not have an annoyed shepherd who's poking and prodding an animal as it comes home, but rather a shepherd that puts the animal on his shoulders. That would have been unusual. 
And so what Jesus is trying to do here is to give us a look and a glimpse into the heart of God. I think he's trying to help you and me understand that when we are lost, either that means you don't know Jesus and you're coming to know him, or maybe you just feel lost right now. And frankly, a lot of us do. Pandemic, election, there's a lot of disorientation going about. And so the story Jesus is telling, this first one, is about the instinctual heart of God toward us when we are lost. He doesn't grumble and complain. He actually puts this lost creature on his shoulders in a space of intimacy, a space of care, and he returns home rejoicing. He calls his friends. He throws a party. Um, this is a different kind of shepherd than one who's annoyed. The second story centers around a lost coin. And in this story, a woman loses a silver coin. And, you know, if you're anything like me, you probably think, I don't get it, man. She just lost a quarter in her couch. Like, what's the big deal? We lose coins all the time. I don't think that's the right way to look at this story. Imagine those 10 coins represented her life savings and she'd hidden them in her house. Maybe it was a dowry for marriage. It was a way to set her up for the future. Um, th these coins basically represent this woman's uh, life, her value, her worth, and she loses one tenth of her value. So you think about that. It's a little different than losing a quarter somewhere. She realizes that she's lost a tenth of all that she has that would prepare her for the future, that would insulate her from a need, from, from pain and loss, and she panics. She does what you would do. She searches everywhere because this coin represents for her a significant portion of her future, her value. And then she finds it. She celebrates when she finds it. Much like the shepherd, she rejoices because something of remarkable value has been, has been lost and then found again. But here's the challenge that I think all of us face. We live in a culture that tells us to cut our losses, to uh, bolster ourselves, harden our hearts, steal our resolve when we lose, to pretend like it doesn't really matter. And so a lot of us shut down parts of our hearts when we face loss as we live our lives because we just don't know how to face our losses. We just keep moving forward. Some of you are listening to me today, and if you think about your life and the losses that you've endured, you've lost relationships, you've lost um, things that you felt were really valuable to you. And maybe you've never been able to really sit and admit those losses, much less look for some sense of recovery. Well, this is a story where both stories actually end similarly. Um, the shepherd, when he comes home, he calls his friends and his neighbors together and he says, rejoice with me. Uh, the woman essentially calls her friends and neighbors together and says, rejoice with me. They both found something after seeking it out. And I believe that Jesus here is trying to give us a glimpse into the heart of God, that when we find ourselves in lost spaces, when we find ourselves disoriented and separated maybe from community, from uh, holistic and life-supporting relationships, that the heart of God is to actually go and look for us. And I think this is something that we don't think about enough. In both stories, uh, the man, the shepherd, and the woman, they represent God in both stories. And in both stories, the one in authority, the godlike character, realizes something is off and goes looking for that thing that is lost in order to recover it. And I believe that Jesus is trying to get us to see that when we are lost, he comes looking for us. 
And I think that's true for you, right? Like if you came to know Jesus, if you've converted to Christianity and you now follow Jesus, he went looking for you. But I also think that same sentiment is true today. If you do know Jesus, but you also feel cut off and lost, God's pursuing us. One of the things that animates our hearts here at Renewing the Center is this notion that we're not just called to pursue God, but that God actually pursues people like you and like me. He hunts us down. He looks for us in order to find us. And when he finds us, he doesn't shame us. He doesn't scold us. He doesn't say, where in the world were you? He rejoices, calls friends together, throws a party And I just want to say to you today that if you feel lost and disconnected, if you feel like a wandering sheep or a coin lost in the couch, I just want to say to you that God is searching for you. And when he finds you, God will gladly welcome you back home. And that's one of the problems that I think many of us face. Because we're not sure that God would rejoice. And so we stay lost. We're not sure that God is good and kind, and so we stay outside the house. And I believe Jesus is trying to get us to see something here that will actually help us uh, be discovered, if you will, by God, will help us to be recovered by God, which is that when he welcomes us home after we've been disoriented, he doesn't beat us up. He throws a party. He rejoices. You needn't fear reprisal if you've been on a bit of a walkabout. If you've been wandering a bit far from the fold, you don't need to worry. God looks for you and will welcome you back home because you belong to him. You are one of his sheep. You are one of his coins. God will not cut his losses. He actually pursues us. And I hope you can hear that from the heart of God today in Jesus' name. Father, I bless my friends, and I thank you for their hearts and lives. I thank you that we are like that sheep. We are like that coin, only far more valuable. And wherever it is today that we may feel lost, we may feel cut off or removed, we may feel invisible or obscured, I pray that you would come and speak a word of peace to us and show us today that you are searching for us in the same way that shepherd or that woman was searching for that coin. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to continue meditating on what you heard today, take some time to recall an idea or an image that encouraged or challenged you in this episode. When things stand out to us in God's Word, or in our lives, or in what we're reading, or in devotional talks, it often means that God is offering us His help and His guidance. When you have your idea or image in mind, carry it with you as a prayer, coming back to it in the spaces throughout your day. How does it speak to you and where you are right now? What does it say about God and what He wants for you? Speak to Him about these things. Listen for His still, small voice. And respond to Him as simply and as honestly as you can. Thanks for listening. We look forward to having you back here again with us next time at Renewing the Center.